Welcome to the Zero Hour. I'm Ashley Stone, and I'm so excited to introduce our special guest today, Colonel Mark Miles. He took the time to share how U.S. Cyber Command thinks about cyber risks and shares great cyber tips for everyone at all levels. Now, here's the Colonel. Welcome to the podcast. For our listeners, can you introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background? Sure. Uh, my name is um, Colonel Mark Miles. I am the Director of Operations for Joint Force Headquarters Department of Defense Information Network. So JFHQ Doden is how we wow. uh, how we phrase that. Yeah, long. It's a long title, but uh, so what we do is we do uh, network defense and mission network defense mission assurity and uh, uh, assured operations of all the Department of Defense information networks. So That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you. I'm so, excited about doing this. <laughs> awesome. We well, hear it's your first podcast, so we are very honored for you to be here. For the benefit of our listeners, can you elaborate on the role and mission of the Department of Defense information network? Okay. Um, the uh, So our role specifically in that, uh, so we are part of, uh, so first of all, I'll start out by saying that uh, I've been the, the director of operations here for about three months. So the, um, I, obviously anything I share here is going to be colored by my experiences, but I don't speak on behalf of my agency or network or, or, or my higher command agency. This is going to be Mark Miles take on, on how I see the, the these topics. Of or, course. Um, so the, um, uh, so our, our, how we fit really in, in, inside of the, uh, of the U S cyber command, which is our higher headquarters, our, our operational headquarters. And it is, uh, they're, they've, they've got a three part mission of what they do. Uh, that is really to deter, defeat our strategic threats to U.S. interests and infrastructure. They provide mission assurance for our, our operations and defense of our Department of Defense Information Environment, and they support the achievement of our Joint Force Commander objective. So of those three, their their second one is what they've tasked our headquarters to do, and that is the provide the mission assurance and defense of all the networks. And what that involves is us coordinating across, uh, really across the entire globe. We've got a global responsibility, um, it's, which is kind of unique even amongst uh, our commands here uh, in the Department of Defense. Uh, we've got um, 44 different subordinate agencies that includes or 44 different uh, subordinate components, if you will. That includes the services. That includes the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, and the Coast Guard, uh, in addition to all the other agencies and departments that make up DOD. So each of them have their own networks. Each of them have their own uh, challenges. Each of them have their own missions that they, that that need not only uh, continued mission assurance, but uh, that that require. Uh, uh, smart and, and efficient operations of their networks. So that's really the the role we play is is coordinating and synchronizing. I like to use the word orchestrating all of those elements together. And if you add up all of those workforces that that are the the i the if you if you want to say the the information technology the IT components of those, it's a little bit over two hundred forty thousand people total that that, wow. that that respond to the the directives and the and the, again I like the word orchestration that that we try to you know make efficient through our through our headquarters yeah orchestration has a lovely connotation yeah, no, I, I like that <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah 
So how how does the landscape of cyber threats compare to more traditional kinetic risks? Have we crossed a threshold where cyber threats pose the greatest risk? Uh, I wouldn't place one set of those above the other. I mean, I don't they definitely wouldn't and am not qualified to, to say which uh, threat is more uh, immediate or more dangerous, if you will, or kinetic versus cyber threat, because they're different. They're very different threats. I'll just give you a, a, a kind of an example of me in my own career. So being an army uh, background, I'm in 24 years in, in the army. Uh, I've deployed a few times to Afghanistan throughout my career, uh, but probably the, the majority of my time in the army, like many people in the army, has been getting prepared for kinetic events, you know, getting, we, we do a lot of training. We, I mean, that's part of what we're, we're prepared to do on behalf of the nation. Uh, and that was through my career really up until being, a, uh, becoming a leader in the cyber enterprise and, and the difference really now as part of, uh, HQ Dode and, and in the role we're in now is it, it is more a, a persistent engagement. It is, it isn't necessarily preparing. It isn't a, a constant training. It isn't a getting ready. Uh, that's, that's a different kind of threat. It's no longer the, the, the non-kinetic threat is it, it's constant engagement now. And it's, so it makes the job exciting and, and important is con- confronting those type of threats. The, um, but like I said, I, I, I that's, you know, the, 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 a lot of, some of the, the characteristics of, of cyberspace operations or the non-kinetic threats, if you will, are the, the vast reach and the, uh, the ability to impact individuals and organizations rapidly, uh, the broad range of speed, that that the adversary or, or that 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 like, you know use, use the word adversary, but you know, and that's a, a use that in a more in a very general sense. That could be um, uh, uh, true adversaries, I like think, or just criminals, or anybody that's using cyberspace. I mean, sometimes we just refer to them as the bad guys. So, like, we like to say bad actor. Bad sometimes. actor. Okay. All right. <laughs> so the uh, you know they the, in the in the. Also, it's it's more on the non-connect side, the hidden bad actors that, that you don't, you know, that it's a different type of threat. So it's a different type of interface with that threat that we have. Uh, and another thing that makes it unique is the is the cost involved. Uh, so it's the in a kinetic threat, obviously the 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 cost is is very apparent many times because it usually involves you know very visible results where you know the bad actor costs as everybody in our industry knows is is sometimes those costs are immense but not as apparent right yeah that's great so while we're on the subject of cyber attacks uh, when most people hear of cyber command and cyber attacks i think the public imagines this to be mostly a geopolitical conflict Um, but we've seen warnings from the fbi and dni about threats to private enterprise through infiltration apts so what would you communicate to the american public about the cyber threats to private enterprise and the u.s economy Okay, so obviously, if you use a network, if anybody uses a network, there's a threat. Um, And I think that's, I think everybody realized that in really no organization, therefore, is immune to our our cyber adversaries. And it's also 
I think it's a team effort. So they're so given that, given that everybody's got the, uh, the a similar set of threats that you know, if you're on a network, you've got a set of threats you need to 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 be hardened against, to be prepared to confront. Uh, so that means everybody that is in our in the business of of, of addressing those, it, it becomes a big team effort. And I think some that 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 has its own challenges. Uh, the so what I, I communicate to the public is that uh, specifically, and you're the element of the public that's either confronting or subject to those threats, uh, be part of the team that, that confronts it. And we work, we work hard at our level that to, to build those bridges and to uh, reach out to, to elements, not only across the Department of Defense, but the partners that we have in other agencies and industry and uh, the defense industrial base to, to uh, not only share information, share how we're going about um, confronting and, and reacting to uh, uh, different threats, but also sharing tools, sharing experiences. Um, and, and I think that that ties very well into uh, this being Cybersecurity Awareness Month. For Yes. So that uh, in that regardless of your private enterprise, U.S. economy on the Department of Defense Information Network, there there are many things that you can do personally that uh, um uh, ensure that that we that that we don't uh, display vulnerabilities or uh, that that we uh, make any uh, bad actors uh, efforts tougher, if you will. That, that yeah. we harden our own. So, screen. so personally, meaning like the employee or the right. the person on the team, just trying to communicate and everybody portraying a safer. Um, approach and thinking about cyber. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. The, okay. um, um, uh, on the team, but really also during your, your activities at home. I mean, not even necessarily hundred percent always uh, related to work because as we know, the networks are all interconnected and many times your vulnerability on your personal communications could impact you know, the, the networks that you have right. as part of your work and uh, part of, part of what you do during your uh, normal business. That's something um, we've talked about a lot with other experts on the podcast is there seems to be sort of this awareness gap of people sometimes don't realize that what they're doing at home or their personal um, activity can actually impact the cybersecurity and protection of the organization that they're working for, whether it is government or private. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So that is actually a really great segue to um, things that we've seen specifically around social media. Um, how does Cyber Command qualify the risk from social media channels? Well, obviously social media, no matter what the, the program is, they, it all poses risks. Uh, so how, how we qualify the, the particular risk from social media channel, uh, uh, channels, really the important thing is remember that, that they're, they're it's significant risks to, to individuals, which could affect whole teams. So similar to what we just talked about earlier with your, your personal activities or actions, even on your personal networks, could could have an impact on, on uh, business through a number of different forums just due to the, to the extreme interconnectivity to net, of, of networks in general. Um, uh, but some, some cybersecurity actions really that we use to protect ourselves and that we really emphasize 
ties in the Department of Defense very strongly are uh, that we will only connect with people that you know and trust, especially important across social media. It, review your connections and your security settings regularly across your personal devices. Assume that anyone can see what you post and what you share. Uh, and that is a, is, is a point, especially with the ongoing operations and the deployments across DOD, that, that, is, uh, that is training that we reinforce with, with service members and family members anytime we have a, uh, someone that's going off into to doing, a, doing an important mission that may involve a deployment outside of the United States. Uh, we also emphasize ensuring that that those that share an account, they're they're all you're all taking the same security measures. So basically, know who your friends are and what their security right. uh, approach is. Uh, avoid av- avoid sharing clear pictures on occasion. So any any picture you you know, kind of kind of reinforced by some of the earlier points of right. knowing who you're sharing with, but realizing that any picture immediately becomes public domain uh, in, in kind of terms of social media. It seems like people um, seem to forget that it is a public network, yeah. right? So what once you put something out there, it, it is out there for right. other people to see. Yes, yes. And it, it is. And social media is a it's a it, it is a it's an important there are important collaboration platforms. There's great things about social media and there's there are, you know, and it, it has a it has a good impact on team building it has a good impact on a, a lot of different factors but but you're right you need to when utilizing and what we do emphasize with across the department of defense uh in regular training is you just need to be smart and think security and and and, and think operations security especially uh when you're using social media platforms those are really great tips. And I think something that a lot of people, I, I can't speak to government, but at least in private enterprise is something I haven't necessarily heard or been taught or incorporated in the security training program. So really great to hear. And I think a lot of people can, should think about what he just said and, yeah. and take a look at your social media account and just see what are your privacy settings right now? How does it look? When we were talking about social media and even before that, talking about team building and really it's um, everybody's got to work to support the team. It makes us think of operational silos, which we found inhibit a lot of security initiatives in the private sector. How does Cyber Command collaborate with Army, Navy, Marine, Air Force, Coast Guard, Cyber Commands, and other cyber civilian entities? And and, and like I said earlier, that is that's the orchestration piece, that, <laughs> and that is. That is, I want to say, the the toughest part of our job and most important part of our job, specifically in, in our headquarters. Uh, we, uh, it is not just about the, the Department of Defense because, you know, like I said earlier, everybody that works cybersecurity is on the same team. I mean, we all have the mission of of uh, not only ensuring that our networks are hardened against bad actors, but that we can that 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 bad actors don't impact our operations, our ability to do good team building and, you know, social media or every other thing, other thing that we use our, uh, our, uh, networks, uh, for across any component. And, and so on the team building side, like I said earlier, there are 44 components, uh, at, at the joint force headquarters Doden coordinates with, uh, we just recently added space command that just 
just was created. It's a new thing. So they're a new partner uh, and they're a new, they've got networks they rely on just like our, the other 43 um, our components that we had quite previously. Uh, they're um, and so five of the, the services I mentioned earlier, there's 11 combatant commands and then 28 DOD uh, agencies and field activities. The, um, but the, in order to be successful, at our mission, in order to really defend the networks, it is it is about that partnership. Uh, I like to say that we are so our headquarters is only about you know about 400 450 around around 400 folks for uh joint force headquarters doden uh so the, with the vast amount of network the millions and millions of endpoints across dod that's just, that's nothing that is near that, that is a, a minuscule workforce that we have to take on that level of threat so we will only be successful if we can do the orchestration and and, and leverage the expertise at every level so silos are our biggest enemy uh it's your the operational silos you mentioned earlier uh because we if we exist in silos then we are vastly outnumbered by the bad actors because uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to be a, a to uh to try to do bad things to somebody's network you know it's pretty easy to download exploits it's pretty easy you know that you don't you need an ip address a, a computer and in at least a working knowledge of how networks work and you can you turn a bad actor so uh um and in some in some ill in, in, intent uh so we're outnumbered. And so in, in, and I also like to say in some ways we're outgunned because uh, that w- if there is a new exploit, if there's new if there's new ways to attack a, 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 a network or there's a new way for a bad actor to influence a, a network, that information gets shared pretty quickly uh, by the bad actor community. And we've seen that. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I parallel that in the military kinetic context of that's kind of a new weapon and that weapons take a long time and in, 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 in um, hardened uh, kinetic terms that take a long time to develop and use not so much in cyber because like i said they they get they those new attack uh, abilities or those new abilities of batters get shared by batters pretty quickly so so in some ways the they're they're the they're, they're constantly evolving so we're outnumbered and we're a little bit outgunned so the only way to to be successful is to is to team up uh and it's exciting mission because of that i mean it is never a boring day i'll tell you uh that's in, amazing in that yeah it is and um uh in, in, in teamwork and in, in collaboration, both inside and outside the Department of Defense is the only way that, that we'll be successful. That's really great. And this is something we've seen from the business private side is the silos within an organization, whether it's um, the CMO and the CISO not communicating or people below not communicating up to the top, um, really inhibits uh, the ability to protect their organization. So I think anybody listening, this is really important to to hear and think about in terms of teamwork and collaboration. Yeah. Thanks. And, and lastly, as you mentioned, it is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Uh, what message would you communicate to the average American citizen when it comes to cyber awareness? 
Yeah. The biggest one is to be conscious of cybersecurity and everything that you do when you're using an information system, your computer, your smartphone, your um, uh, really your car these days. I mean, there's there there are um, understand that the, that there are threats out there. Not everybody needs to be an expert in, in every threat, uh, but you, you need to be uh, need to be cautious and in, in, in Consider security with everything you're doing. And part of considering security is to uh, also understand what normal looks like uh, or and help others understand, help your loved ones and your friends and your mom, dad, brother, sister understand what normal looks like if they if they don't know. So, for example, um, uh, the, you know. Part of good cybersecurity is is using email smartly and understanding not to respond to uh, obvious phishing attempts and um, you know knowing what normal operations on your computer looks like because you know abnormal operations could very well mean that there's a bad actor doing bad things to your computer. Uh, but part of that is just really understanding what that looks like. And I think part of Cybersecurity Awareness Month is to reinforce those concepts to people, one, to make sure that the, that um, security is forefront in their thinking, but two, to, to remind them to, to be on the lookout for uh, things that, that represent um, compromised security, if you will, or or the presence of possible bad actors, so that we can continue to to harden, if you will, our systems, or continue to make them more secure, and to continue to um, uh, confront the bad actors where they are, where we see them, uh, and to ensure that bad actors cannot uh, have big influence on our networks. So, some other things that we, as part of Cybersecurity Awareness Month, some other things in the Department of Defense that we uh, uh, emphasize specifically are mm-hmm. uh, the passwords that we pick and use uh, that encourage to use strong passwords to regular update their security settings. Uh, both, you know, we we enforce that pretty strongly when they're on their official networks or when they're on their networks at work. But in home, for the reasons we talked about earlier, at home it's just as important. Keep your applications updated and, and passed. Um, if uh, removing applications that you don't use uh, so that, you know, because every application is a potential uh, way for a bad actor to um, uh, influence your your platform, be it your smartphone or your computer, et cetera. So don't, if there's applications you don't use at all, why even take those risks or so like just right. removing them? Uh, I, and we talked about earlier with the limit posting or your personal information, updating your antivirus tool, uh, important to uh, use uh, like a, 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 if you're using online banking or if you're doing something that, that is obviously personal uh, and important, then encouraged to to only uh, use sites that have two-factor authentication, just something that we reinforce. Uh, and then, like I said, at, at the end, report behavior that looks fishy, you know, that don't, uh, you know, a lot of the best advances in, even in the, in my time as being a leader in the, in the cyber arena, uh, a lot of our ability to respond and react has been because users of networks reported something that didn't look right, which then turned into, uh, inability for us to get the whole enterprise together to, you know, not only react, but ensure that, that some Similar um, uh, instances in other parts of.
of our networks were were mitigated or or, or didn't occur. Uh, so just that uh, you know, making sure people when they when they see something that that looks like poor security or looks like compromised security, let somebody know so that our our team can can react and and uh, and solve whatever problem they're dealing with. That's great, and it's bringing us back to that teamwork and collaboration. Yeah. So we very much appreciate your time here, and we know that you're busy and you're doing great work. So before I wrap up, is there anything else you want to um, add in for Cybersecurity Awareness Month? I think you've given us amazing tips that I hope everybody listens to and then goes back and implements. No, no I, uh, thank you very much for uh, letting me be uh, part of the podcast. And, uh, I, you know, again, just it, it is more than we're, we're hoping to be partners with more than just the Department of Defense community it is everybody that cares about cybersecurity, we think is on our team or is on the same team. And we want to be on that team. So uh, I encourage anybody that if you if you if you're working in this area or if it's an area you're interested in, the the Joint Force Headquarters Doden is is a partner and a friend to you. So well, I know our listeners will check that out. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate your time. Thank you. What a way to close out Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Thank you to Cyber Command and Colonel Miles for joining us and sharing your expertise. I know I've already gone back and double-checked my security settings on my social channels. I know you're probably bummed that our amazing lineup of guests for Cyber Awareness Month is over, but never fear. We have a great lineup of guests through the rest of the year, and we'll be back to our regular release schedule in two weeks. As always, thank you to Matias Cefaletti for our music and Abby Bruce for production. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our podcast. This is The Zero Hour. Stay safe. Stay safe.